Welcome back. You're listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Taylor. I'm a huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so I created this game day podcast for you, uh, for Penguins fans, for hockey fans all around the world. Throw me a follow on Instagram at Fly Penguins Fly and on Twitter at Pens Pod. Uh, there is a new YouTube channel, but as one Twitter user uh, discovered recently, there's actually nothing on it at this exact second in time space continuum, but there sure will be soon. In fact, uh, some clips from my conversation with Rob Rossi and Josh Yoey in the previous episode, the season premiere, will be up shortly. Uh, today's date is Saturday, October 15th, the year of our iceberg 2022, and today our Penguins play host to the Tampa Bay Lightning, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions back in those days when they did not have 82-game seasons. Oh, asterisk, how you doing? All right, let's get right down to it. Some of the highest play count, most popular episodes that I put out last year in the premiere season, the inaugural season of Fly Penguins Fly, were episodes uh, that featured my better half, my wife, Ashley Taylor. I am joined today. Uh, I am the target of, I mean, I decided to title the episode Revenge of the Wife because we had the wife stops by, the wife strikes back, and so I went with the Revenge of the Sith reference, which a revenge, revenge of the Jedi was the original title of Return of the Jedi, but they thought that it made it seem too violent or something. Clearly, once they did the prequels, George Lucas said, I'm not pulling punches now. Was that a Jim Rutherford as George Lucas impression? I, I don't know. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. My f- hockey watching best bud, <laughs> my wife, Ashley Taylor. What's up? Oh, you know, not much. What did you think of the home opener the other night? It was very exciting. Um, I was just sitting there trying to make sure that you didn't yell and scream too much, which was a feat. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was awesome. I had so much fun. I did go a little bit ahead of you Mm -hmm. because you were finishing up work and I wanted to drink in, you know, the Fifth Avenue shties or vibes. (laughs) So, um, I did meet up, uh, I did get to do a little hang with Jordan DeFigio beforehand, uh, Jordan, of course, hosts, uh, co-host of the uh, podcast on Fifth Avenue and the Helmet Hair podcast, which you and I have been kind of sort of like casual guests on uh, at the Steelers yeah. watch parties down at Cinderland's Warehouse. So everybody should come down and, and join us for those. Um, and uh, Jordan knew somebody at the arena and we got to go all the way down to the ice to watch the warm-ups. That was a lot of fun. I'm shaking my head at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for you not getting to be there for that. Mm. Um, so uh, so thanks. Thanks so much for that. And, you know, let's just for a second talk about the fact that we are now in Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. I mean, you're if you can detect in our accents, we are Jersey people. You know, through, hey. how you doing? Through and through, uh, I don't walk around saying how you doing all the time, but I do, like, if I trip or I'm about to hurt myself, I'll be like, hey, don't. like, it's a Wait, weird. Wait, what did you say at the game the other day? What? 
with somebody like messed with the goalie and you like threw a very like New oh. Jersey thing out. I think it was number 12 for the uh, visiting Coyotes. And I said, hey, find me after. <laughs> find <laughs> me after. I mean, that's like a very 85 Cadillac Eldorado hair product mm-hmm. underpass in Kearney. Uh, you know, 1 a.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. I think <laughs> kind it of like thing introduced to say to us to our new like around the seat mates. Yeah, well, I mean, there's the kind of like blank, blank you, you blanking blank vibe that I feel like just isn't here. Like even when somebody, if I'm doing something dumb and looking at the radio or glancing at my phone at a red light, the light turns green and I don't go right away. If I get a beep from behind here in Pittsburgh, it's more like a beep, like a little like a, hey, reminding me that it's time to go. Mm -hmm. If I do that in New York, well, really in New Jersey, that's the thing. I want people here in Pittsburgh to understand something. (laughs) The New York thing is not really a thing. Mm -mm. New York is actually pretty friendly. Now, it's got its grit and it's got its hard edge and do not mess with New Yorkers. Don't get me wrong. They are tough. But the veneer that you see on the face of your average New Yorker is more of a uh, cultural facial thing. It's the New Jersey roadways. And just, you know, look, every state's got their tough vibe. There's no question about it. You don't cross uh, a guy in a, in a bad mood in, in Montana any more than you do in Northern California where they're alleged to be the most, you know, the mellowest people. I wouldn't mess. I don't mess with anybody anywhere. But I can tell you that I feel a lot less put upon in my moments of forgetfulness as a motorist here in uh, yeah. Allegheny County. Do I have it even right? Yeah. My God, we're so new. So new. Um, I do have to say, though, that trying to like get let into a lane here has been that's tough troublesome but i do have to say that the jersey slide technique that we have brought with us nobody can mess with that nobody can mess with it and i think it's really good for here because it's like there's so many bridges it's like mario lemieux scoring like there would be an impossible situation and he's like way out by the (laughs) blue line and he just lets it go and it goes in i don't know you just gotta like i think it's useful here because there's so many different like exits for bridges and other things and you literally have to go from all the way to the all the way from the left all the way to the right real quick yeah our dog is crying in the the background by the way it's not a it's not a semi-alive human body (laughs) in like a cat in like some kind of pod that we have in our basement but there is that but we're not going to talk about that yeah Uh, but the jersey slide i have to use it every time i emerge from the south hills onto the Fort Pitt Bridge, and I need to go to Cranberry to see the Penguins <laughs> practice or something, I need to do the full slide over mm-hmm. to the 279 exit. Actually, now that I now that I say that out loud, I'm going to go ahead and say that there's a Pittsburgh slide. Because how yeah. can anyone coming from the South Hills get on 279 without doing you the Jersey slide a don't? <laughs> All right, so let's get to the win, the resounding victory, 6-2 to Penguins over the... Arizona, I was going to say the coyote because <laughs> Rob Rossi was sitting in here the other day talking about the science behind that. And so was so was Josh Yowie. Uh It was Michael Tarion, former coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, who had with his French accent, the devil. And he would talk about the devil in. You have to go back and listen to episode one. The season premiere of this season just came out a couple days ago. 
Uh, fantastic conversation with Rob and Josh of The Athletic, formerly of Pittsburgh Tribune Review uh, here in Pittsburgh. And uh, just, as I said, I love love reading their, their, their pens writing. Uh, and great guys. So, baby... Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? What was the deal in the arena? I mean, you walked in right popping. as right as the anthem was was wrapping up. Yeah, I came up the escalator. I hear the voice of Mr. Jim. And the home of the like it was it was lit, but like as I was rushing around the uh perimeter to get to our our seats, I just hear that and everybody's getting real excited. Um, but it was, it was, it was popping in there. It was exciting. Well, you actually walked down into our section mm-hmm. as the puck was being dropped. Yeah. It was perfect timing. You, what, the one thing I'll say <laughs> you missed from the home opener, mm-hmm. the season opener and home opener, which as I said on the other day's episode was the first time that's happened for the pens mm. since a loss to Buffalo in the home slash season opener in 2019. They did not lose this game. Mm-mm. Uh, they, kicked the dog around the kitchen uh something i would never do in real life i'm such a dog lover it actually hurt my heart to even joke about that uh but the uh intro Mm -hmm. the start of season spotlight on the skating penguins crest in the center of the ice after Getting the entirety of the coaching staff and most of the team announced and each player came out and stood facing outward toward the crowd in appreciation along the center circle of the Mm. ice. Ryan Mill, the PA announcer for the Pittsburgh Penguins, who I just love, gets on the mic and says, and now, you know, back for a 17th season as the... You know, Sporting World's, I'm paraphrasing, longest tenured trio, (laughs) you know, Penguins for Life from, and then I forget which exact town in Quebec, number 58. Like, oh man, my heart was (laughs) pounding because you got those drums going for the Penguins theme and they had handed out these rally towels, right? Yeah. Of course, I'm not telling you. You and I were swinging them around like mad. But <laughs> I'm telling you, the listeners, that if you were at that home opener, you got handed a rally towel, one of those gorgeous, you know, yellow, terrible towel style towels. And man, when they announced Latang, and then from Magnetoscork, Russia, and number 71, alter. Oh, I just, I just. <laughs> slammed into the table. Hopefully, I didn't that pick up to uh, alternate captain, the Russian bear, Heave Kenny Malkin. <laughs> they didn't say it like that. And from Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia, your captain, number 87, at seven foot nine, weighing <laughs> 527 pounds of pure muscle. Sydney Crosby, and I mean, I, you could you could feel the thigh muscle jiggling as he walked up to the circle. That was for you, baby. That was for you. I appreciated that. The visual. thigh muscle part, not yeah. the somebody get this man some psychiatric help. Uh, screaming that I was doing. 
That's pretty good. You had to get real far from the mic for that one. Jiggling thigh muscle. Oh my god. I I lost three listeners just now that when I said it the second time. I mm. think. No, I think you got like three more in there. You probably think so? Probably. And they're all they're all people who are hot for Sid's thighs. Oh yeah. Um, cool. So speaking of Sydney Crosby, how did the scoring get started? Thank you very oh, much. Oh yes. Um, Sir Sid got the first goal, which was it his first first goal? It was his first of the season. It was the Penguins' first goal of the season. Yeah, but oh, has he ever oh. done that before? Like, has he been the first goal of the season? No, that's right. You're right. Ah. He's never done that before. And I, I believe Michelle Crecciolo asked him, you know. Why? How does it? <laughs> <laughs> why? And his answer was, yeah, uh, what did he say? It took me a while there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the fact that that's never happened before. Yeah. And the Penguins have won three Stanley Cups since Listen, you know why Sid it took so long? Sid became a penguin nonetheless. You know why it took so long? Why did it take so long? Because I wasn't there. That's right. You know, there is something about <laughs> you and I coming on to the penguin scene. Mm-hmm. Soon as I became a fan, mm-hmm. which was January of 2016 or December of 2015, mm-hmm. Mike Sullivan had just taken over the bench mm-hmm. and I became a Penguins fan right then. Mm-hmm. They, what else happened then? You and I got together. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, our relationship, you know, mirrors Sullivan's time as, as head coach, kind of Gensel's time as a member of the of the NHL roster, more or less. And uh, yeah, so I'm not going to go in order, but the following Penguins potted goals uh, that night, Sidney Crosby, I believe it was either Zucker or Gensel that had the next goal, but Jason Zucker... Jake Gensel, both scored. Brian Rust got this super. In fact, I want to go back to that Rust goal in a second. Danton Heinen scored for the Pens. Evgeny Malkin scored for the Pens. And uh, oh wait, oh my gosh, I'm reading the wrong thing. Not all of those players scored for the Pens. Crosby got the first. Zucker did score. Brian Rust, Jake Gensel, Evgeny Malkin, Kasperi Kapanen scored. That was huge. Danton mm-hmm. Heinen did. Um, did play and he did have uh, two assists but he did not score a goal that Malkin goal on the power play mm. while I was coming oh, yeah, back from there. getting us a cup of tea or something toward the end of the game <laughs> um, yeah so I just had the chills all night everything when Gino scored that goal I was coming back to the seat mm-hmm. And Ryan Mill gets on the mic and said, a goal, 17 years in the making. And I think it was Evgeny Malkin scores the goal from Sidney Crosby and Chris Letang. So the primary and secondary assists and and the goal were the core. Mm -hmm. And that, I'm actually tearing up a little bit right now just talking about that. It felt so great to sort of cap the night off in that way, although I believe... Speaking of Cap, I think it was Kapanen who got the final goal for the I Penguins. I think so. It was either Gino or or Cappy who got the last goal. We're really good at this. You were great. This is a, <laughs> this is the top Pittsburgh Penguins podcast. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. We know everything. Um, so that just felt amazing. I do want to talk about that Brian Rust goal. Not just Rust wise, but watch the replay of the Rust goal at that point in time. The Yotes were kind of threatening. It was 4-2, to two, a game that had been 4-1, I think. 
Because I don't think it got to be 3-2 at any point. No, no, it didn't. It was always like a two-point lead. And so 4-2, Yotes are kind of threatening. The puck is bouncing around in the crease. Jason Zucker, who played an awesome game, got the goal for the Pens, is sitting on his butt from the ice, cross-checking a Yotes player, just doing everything he can. And there goes I took, Louise. <laughs> I t- I'm talking too much about Yotes. <laughs> and by the way, if anyone doesn't already know, our dog looks exactly like the Coyotes logo, but just blonde. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just pause for one second. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I had to go handle uh, some dog love situation. When it gets windy outside, Louise... Uh, Louise gets anxious. Mm-hmm. All right. Adopt, don't shop. Louise, originally from Southern California, flown over to Kings County, New York with a oh <laughs> sweet crimbus. <laughs> One second. You're right back. Oh, God. Okay. So we finally dispatched with the dog. She is in her crate. She loves being in there. It helps her feel safe. So. Uh, Okay, where was I? Jason Zucker sitting on his keister, cross-checking and doing everything he possibly could, uh, showing the grit, making sure that his teammates had the best possible chance to pinball that uh, that puck into the back of the net, which did happen. That was probably the most... uh, No, Sid's, Sid's opening goal was definitely the most exciting moment of the night. The Brian Rust goal, though, I will say, made that arena explode. You know, and he just kind of beasted out afterwards. If you, you know, one nice thing the Penguins are doing, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the post game from that night, uh, uh, just to hear Paul Staggerwald's description. I just love the way Staggy gets <laughs> all revved up about certain things, and he had some, you know, nice illustration about how. Brian Russ is pumping his fists and just looking like a caveman or something. I still can't get over. The way he tore into Greg Wyshynski at the end of last season. It was one of my favorite Penn's postgame live moments. All right. So that kind of brings us up to the present. Ashley, you're here with me in the studio. Tonight, the Penguins host the Tampa Bay Lightning. We are not going to be there in person this evening. Nope. Uh, our ticket package doesn't include uh, this game. We kind of like on every other thing. Uh, but I think they can do it. I know that the Lightning are on the back half of a back-to-back mm. games situation, and they played Vasilevsky in the previous matchup. So I think the Penguins stand uh, to to put this one in the books, and let's just see if they can do it. Overall, uh, point getting for the Pens in the season opener was Crosby with three points uh, to lead the team. Two points each for Zucker, Rust, Gensel, Latang, and Danton Heinen. And then a point apiece for uh, Evgeny Malkin, Kasperi Kapanen, Jeff Carter, Jeff Petrie. Wait, I'm sorry, who? Big Jeff Carter. <laughs> big Jeff Carter. Uh, uh, as well as Jeff Petrie. Some big Jeff energy going there. And Marcus Pedersen, speaking of which, I did get to meet Jeff Jimerson in the 
concourse of the 100s levels when I was going to pick up my rice bowl at PPG Paints <laughs> the other night. He was very gracious. I told him I was a singer. I don't think he necessarily took me seriously. I should have busted out some like, I should have sang like The Maker by Daniel Lanois. I mean, that's deep. Brother John, <laughs> have you seen The Homeless Daughter? Anybody out there not know that I was a musician? You know, you can go out there, find my album. It's called A Deeper Kind. came out earlier this year. I think it's pretty good. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to be doing some dates to support that in November. I will announce those very soon. I will I will do that when the announcement <laughs> happens. Uh, you can go and check out my music. Uh, my social media for that is at Jeff Taylor Alive. And yeah, a deeper kind, full length record. Go rock it out. I think it's uh, I think it's worthy of your time. Ashley, any final thoughts about our experience the other night or what you predict for uh, tonight? Do you I believe that the Penguins will probably start Tristan Jari again. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, I like Jari. He's doing good. He has cats, right? Uh, does Jari have cats? DeSmith is the one with oh, the hairless cat on the back whoops. of his helmet. Take that back. Um, but other than me getting my goalies mixed up. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I think we were impressed that Cappy scored a goal. Finally, yeah. he did yeah. the thing. Yep. Um, so that was exciting. And if that means anything, then they're off to a good season. I would say so. I, you know, I'm just looking at Twitter really quick. To confirm whether or not he has cats. I yeah. Just feel like okay. He here looks we like go. A cat person. I found out here. Uh, per Josh gets off on Twitter. Head coach Mike Sullivan. Tristan Jari starts tonight against yeah. Tampa. Teddy Bluger is out tonight, but continuing to make progress. Again, that's per Josh gets off on Twitter. Uh, Seth Rohrbaugh, uh the excellent Seth Rohrbaugh of the uh, Tribune Review, the Trib Live. Um, during today's optional skate, it says Marcus Pedersen was denied by the shooter tutor in the net a handful <laughs> of times so he was unable to beat the inanimate object oh that was uh you know i'm not really looking to marcus Pedersen to score a bunch of goals for us if he can i would say if marcus Pedersen finishes the season with 10 plus goals mm-hmm. i'm i'm happy most defensemen in general i'm not really relying on you to rack up the goals mm-hmm. okay and what was the quote here apparently ty hennis the skills coach yelled at Yelled out to uh, Pedersen, how's that goalie, PD? He's on fire, man. Huh? He never gets tired. <laughs> so that's some great hockey chirping for you. Thanks, uh, Seth Rohrbaugh, for that great tweet. All right. Wait, I've, but hold oh, on. Go Jari, ahead. Jari is a dog person, not a cat person. Yeah. According to Instagram. What do we know about his dogs? Are you seeing anything on Instagram? What kind of... That's a large dog. Yeah, there's not many posts on Instagram, but this one, he's got a big old dog. He's very cute. All right. Well... I I know this is really important information. Well, it is important information, okay? Uh, Some of my favorite Penguins media people focus a lot on that kind of stuff. I Mm -hmm. love that uh, Taylor Haas brings a lot of that, you know, to to Twitter and things of that nature. Always talking about the flow of people's hair, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Teddy, it is kind of important. I mean, Teddy Bluger is known as a tight haircut kind of a guy, and I I like knowing these things. Of course, I see it myself when I get to go to practice, but... You have been listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day podcast, still getting my wheels under my chassis for this season two of the podcast, kind of doing one off the cuff today with my wonderful wife, Ashley Taylor. Thank you for being on the podcast Mm -hmm. with me today. 
And that is going to wrap things up. Throw me a follow on Twitter at PensPod, on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly, and subscribe to the new Fly Penguins Fly YouTube channel. You can watch tonight's Penguins matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning on AT&T, SN, in the Pittsburgh area, on NHL Network, everywhere else, and my favorite way to tune in when I can't make it to the game in person, and even sometimes when I do, because I'm that creepy headphones guy up in the 200 level. Via Terrestrial Radio on 105.9, VX, where Josh gets off and Phil Bork will have the call beginning at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern tonight. Some additional production, mixing, and editing done by Ashley Taylor today. Enjoy tonight's Penguins game versus the Bolts of Champa Bay, and <laughs> let's go, Pens!